Hello, and welcome back to Confessions of a Wannabe It Girl. I am your host, Marley Fragging. And today we have our very first guest, my good friend, Sydney. And she is a model. And like by model, I mean like she's a hot model. Like the type that you see on Instagram and we see a lot of her. And you know what? I've always wanted to talk to her about the intricacies of the modeling world and also you know just how she got there um you're gonna hear us drinking i'm sorry we got a little drunk you're gonna hear the glass whatever if you've ever been interested in modeling um this is a great episode to listen to i think it's really important to go into the modeling industry knowing what your boundaries are in terms of nudity or anything like that so you know we also get into like what It kind of means to be healthy and average and how the standard is to be very thin. And now there's a push towards accepting sides. But like, are we that accepting? So with that being said, let's go to that interview. (laughs) So you want to be an egg girl? So you're the it girl? No, Sydney, I'm like the wannabe. (laughs) I'm not the it girl. You're an it girl, though. Speaking of, let's get into it. (laughs) It is a fine Tuesday. Is it a Tuesday? Tuesday night. Turning up on a Tuesday. (laughs) We're turning up on a Tuesday. Sydney and I might have taken some shots before this. You know, that's just how we live. But um, COVID party life. COVID party life. (laughs) Um, I'm joined by one of my very, very best friends, Sydney. And um, so, Sydney, let's uh, let's get into it. Let's start with how we met. Okay, so actually, we have a great meeting story. Okay, I was uh, dating someone at the time whose roommate was having his 22nd birthday in Vegas and I was really good friends with his current girlfriend Mm -hmm. and she you know we were invited and she knew Marley because my boyfriend was kind of friends with your boyfriend of the time but like not yeah but pretty much best friends with with the birthday boy with the birthday boy (laughs) (laughs) exactly so I didn't really like know. I was like, okay, like dumb. I'm going to Vegas. Like, who doesn't love Vegas? And I was obviously underage at the time. Um, <laughs> I was not. I just like to say that I was. Marley was 21. Well, I had gotten in trouble for fake ID, so I was 21. I have never gotten in trouble for fake ID, so I've gotten away with it quite a bit. Oh my god! Speaking of fake IDs, I remember this is actually a good story, and then I'll get back on track. <laughs> okay. But I got my first fake ID when I was 15, and I ordered it through, like, some kid that I went to high school with and paid them whatever, got the fake IDs, and they're like, hey, we wrapped your fake IDs in a t-shirt and left them on your front porch. I missed these I was like, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) So I, like, run home from school. Are you in high school? 
Yeah, I was 15. Oh, shit. I missed that. Yeah, one. no, I got him when I was 15 to, like, run home from school. Because luckily I, like, lived close enough. Because we used to go to New York City. I used to go to New York City all the time. Yeah, so I started. Go- there. Yeah, we used to joke around that if you were pretty enough, you could throw the bouncer Monopoly money and you could True. get in the club. So I was like, let me just have, like, you know, my fake ideas back up. So I run home and there's nothing on my front porch. I'm like, oh, oh, my God, what happened? So I run inside my house and my mom's just, like, chilling in the living room and I just run straight upstairs. And I look on my desk and the t-shirt is folded on my desk with the two fake IDs sitting next to it. Oh my god. I was like, oh my god. Okay, so anyway, I was 19 at the time. So I'm like dope going to Vegas. Sydney, Miss Sydney over here is underage. So, okay, you tell them what our friend said to you. So, I had a very different perspective of this situation. Um, First off, my boyfriend and I didn't live, he lived in San Diego at the time and I lived in LA. So, to drive to Vegas, I ended up going with his friends that I didn't know very well and our mutual friend that, like, loves Sydney and I honestly still love today too. She's great. (laughs) We love her. So, I ended up literally, like, slamming a car with the birthday boy, his girlfriend, and then my boyfriend's two best friends growing up, like middle seat. And like casually, like our mutual friend dropped. She's like, yeah, like my friend Sydney's coming. Like she's like 19, but it's like chill because like she's hot as fuck and she's a model. <laughs> and I'm like an insecure, like almost junior in high school. And I'm like- Junior in high school? I mean, college. <laughs> junior in college. And I'm like- Oh, proceed. She proceeds to show me Sydney's Instagram. And I'm like, oh shit, like I need to step my game up. And also like I had gone through this like dip of having new relationship weight. So I was like not looking fuego. And I was like, oh my God. So that's my first impression of Sydney. So yeah, no, then I came in and I was just like, oh my gosh, like I'm with everyone's older than me. Like I was kind of feeling, I was like, I knew like I would be fine at the club but still I was like you know younger than everyone else I just remember I walked into the bathroom and like you and her like putting on your makeup and like doing your thing and I walk in and I'm like hi and you're like oh so you're the younger one and I was like no it wasn't bitchy (laughs) it wasn't bitchy no it wasn't bitchy you're like oh because you were just relating it you're like oh you're the one that she was talking about this one yeah, Marley wasn't a bitch at all. She's too Thank sweet. Thank you. I'm well, like, now that we know each other pretty well, we've got some sass to the both of us. sass, but I keep it low Love key. some good, yeah, you keep it very low I key. You're like, good at keeping it low I key. I keep it low key. Anyway. So yeah, Vegas. That's how we met. That's how we met. And my first memory past that point is, I don't know, what did we do? Encore Beach, one of those beach We clubs. did Dre's. Encore, no, Dre's. We did Dre's. And that's when me and you really clicked. Was and that then we party. just clicked. No, we, we definitely so exchanged numbers i definitely ended up with your number but i don't know i don't know i know there's the time we tried to go to a concert and i didn't find tickets because i'm lazy and then i ended up throwing up in my bathroom (laughs) (laughs) you know what it was i know what it was it was we linked up at the audition for insomniac that's what happened when we were both working because like yeah charlie texted me was like oh marley's at edc2 right now like working so then we linked up that's what happened happened. and then a few months after that so i was like did you march right after 
not right after, but like, we, yeah, I think we, like, kept in touch. Right. And then, yeah, I was, like, planning it. Like, it went mm-hmm. home. And then I moved to L.A. So, what was that? May? And then I moved to L.A. August. Yes. yes that's there right. we go. There we go. And then we just. I totally forgot about that. That's yeah, That was the second time that we was, met. It, which is crazy because we, like, I don't know what it is. Like, like if you get along with people, like, and you're just, like, I know I vibe with this person. This person's going to cause me no grief in my life. Like, whatever. Like, the second time you see them, you just act like they're your best friend yeah and that's what happened and i love that that's when you know you got a real one exactly that's when you know you got a real one it's like my friends and i say like my friends from back home uh which is Jersey, East Coast. Um, like, I don't see them a lot. I maybe see them once a year. Mm-hmm. And it's like every time I see them, like, I have still, like, very, like, I have my close people that I'm friends with from back home, but not a lot. But every time we see each other, it's like, I was at their house last week. Exactly. Even though it's been, like, a year. And, like, that's how you know. like That's real friendship. That's real friendship. When you can, like, go that long without seeing someone. And then when you do, it's like nothing ever changed. Right. And I also agree because I feel like sometimes with friends like there's some meaty friends out there don't get me fucking wrong but like that you have to check in every week to keep up that relationship like to me that's not a real friendship like it's like we could not talk for three weeks and you're like on the same page and like we're good on that note let's talk about my first impression of Miss Sydney I was like oh she's a model and like I was like okay well that's a lot for me as a normal wannabe um I just don't understand the culture of it at all so like I need you to unpack this for me. I understand I think as a normal female that there is America's Next Top Model which is like a totally produced reality TV show (laughs) that like sometimes the models go nowhere. So then there's high fashion there's Instagram, there's commercial and then there's Glamour. Okay, see this is what, can you break this down? Okay, so I started like, I moved, so I'll just start with a little bit of my background. Yeah, let's. Uh, When I moved to Santa Barbara and I was living in Santa Barbara, someone told me I needed new dance photos. This is what it was. Okay, this is yes. how I got into it. I needed new dance photos. So Cindy I worked- is also a very beautiful ballet dancer. I was dancing with a ballet company in Santa Barbara. It starts so innocent. <laughs> it starts so innocent. <laughs> I needed new dance photos because uh, I wanted to do some more dance modeling, like mm-hmm. modeling floor dance. Like but I never thought, yeah. And I actually, when I was 18, I did a discount dance catalog. Oh my God. Wait, I need that photo. It's, <laughs> it's a costume catalog. Love it. So it's so funny. I'm in like all these different like <laughs> costumes, like competition. Anyway, it was hilarious. But anyway, so that was my first time. That was when I was, I was 18. That was the first time I actually like modeled per se, but it was always paired with dance. Mm-hmm. So for me, like dance is always like my main hoe and modeling's my side bit. And that's how I've always felt very strongly about and I've always put most of my energy, my focus into my dance career. But since um, once I moved to California and I started get, I got these dance photos and the photographer was like, have you ever tried like doing other types of modeling? And I was like, no, not really. He's like, I think you'd kind of be good at it. Um, So I started doing a lot of swimwear stuff, mm-hmm. a lot of swimwear modeling. I tried a little bit of like a- editorial type modeling, which is more like fashion clothing, like more like, fa- like fashion, not high fashion. And then once I started posting these photos, I started getting some feedback from like very low key, like little like startup clothing companies. 
um, and swimwear companies. And they started sending me stuff. So this is like where Instagram modeling comes in. You start posting your modeling photos on Instagram and you start growing like a following per se. People start noticing your stuff. You start getting sent stuff, asked to promote stuff. You get paid to promote stuff. But your main audience is through Instagram. You don't have to be represented by an agent, but you also, most of the time, you're not going to be booked for like a big campaign with like, let's say like, you're not going to be booked for like Victoria's Secret via Instagram. Okay. Um, but, but you can get some like headway gotcha. through those. So yeah. I started seeing like, hmm, like maybe I could do this. So I started really using Instagram as my portfolio. And technically, yeah, at first, yeah, I was an Instagram model because I wasn't represented by an agent. I didn't have like a manager. I wasn't booking like big like jobs for companies, but I was getting sent product. I was getting paid for photo shoots still, but I was getting sent product to promote product, take photos in different product, no matter what that might be. Even if it's not clothing, like Instagram models will can promote like CBD or like sunglasses. Like it's very wide. It's very wide. And they usually have a huge following. Like you can see- What is a huge following? I would say a huge following is anything okay well this was like five years ago so I'm gonna say then like anything more than like 200,000 now I'd say more like more than like four or five hundred thousand okay yeah um a lot of people have that like a lot of Instagram models have that now like I don't even know how honestly they really do put in a lot of work to it because I was growing like at a good rate but I just realized that I didn't want to spend that much time on my phone like promoting <laughs> myself Valid. I just really didn't like I'd rather be in the dance studio and like I don't know just being a little bit more in the moment like you do have to put a lot of work into what you're doing on your phone and like keeping your followers engaged in you and wanting to keep promoting you and following you so anyway I after I stopped dancing with my ballet company, I kept doing photo shoots while I was in school for a couple of years when I was in Santa Barbara. And I really built up a good portfolio. I got picked up by a management company when I was in Santa Barbara right before I moved to LA. So that kind of got me into the game. And once I was picked up by management, they were able to start submitting me to larger jobs where I wasn't just promoting myself. Right. Um, but I wasn't, you know, my body type, I'm not high fashion. I'm only five foot seven, and they're getting a little bit more lenient with the height thing, but still. But like, what's still? Like- so high fashion is like you know five eight and up. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then yeah, and like New York is very high fashion. So mm-hmm. LA is a lot more accepting, I think, and from my experiences submitting to agencies in LA, that LA is a lot more accepting of different body types mm-hmm. when it comes to height and width. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Get into that. Yeah. So um I was like, okay, maybe I can do this once I'm so I moved to LA and I still like I wanted like I was like enjoying the modeling and I was making some money here modeling, but it wasn't really like a passion. And mm-hmm. dance at the time was still my passion. So but I saw myself as more in the modeling world, like swimsuit model. I could do beauty. Beauty mm-hmm. is like makeup, face stuff, like I've booked jobs for that. 
I've done a bunch of jobs for swimsuit and then like commercial modeling is like what like what you would see in a commercial just yeah. instead of it moving on a TV it's that photo on the billboard or like, like I think like LL Bean I've been watching all these TikToks and it's like these girls are like oh you'll be a model and they're like show pictures like them modeling on the raft at Target yeah it's commercial like really good money like uh, people always want to be oh they're like I want to be on Vogue I want to be you know in Cosmopolitan but they actually don't from what I've heard like like Vogue doesn't pay you to be in Vogue right you're you ass. don't get paid you're ass and you're happy that like you're just happy you're enough getting that exposure. you're getting the exposure oh like you don't get God. paid yet like I think that's a gem. I'm not gonna lie. I, I think it is too. I think it's a gem. Like, do they pay celebrities to be in Vogue? Uh, they probably pay celebrities, right? But then they don't pay the models, and I just like I I don't know. Yeah, like about. Harper's Bazaar and stuff. I mean, right. that's like a they're like dream magazines to like be in if you're in the modeling world. But it's more of like you're. So there. Are- I'm not a hundred percent sure on that, but I have. I'm like from what I've heard around okay. the around um, the block. Yeah, around the block. I was like, I don't know what this saying is. Is yeah, that's it. So I just like kind of was like, yeah, I'm not going to be high fashion. And also I'm not putting that much energy into it. Because you need to basically like, you need to be shooting and building a portfolio of different looks like all the time and working with different photographers. And I just like didn't want to put, I didn't want to put my dancing and my dance career aside right. to focus Which is on still that. a huge part of your life. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, you know, you could choose that route. But what we're saying is that, if I get it correct, is that the the categories, there's athletic, there's commercial, there's... Oh yeah, dance. there's athletic. Like it's endless so this in way. Is where I think I can tell where you're going because of my artistic side with the mm. dance. Um, I'm very comfortable with my body. Mm. So this is where right because you I mean start I also to get grew into up as a dancer. You're like changing backstage. You're in that leotard. Like you don't. You don't have time. Like even to this day. Like I mean, I won't change in front of my boyfriend's friends. But like on some level, you, you won't or you will. I won't. But like yeah, because my mindset is so like whatever. Like yeah. I do get it. Like I won't because I think maybe it's not a good. I started to feel like I had been getting asked. I'm not going to say pressured because I never, well, not at the beginning. I didn't really feel pressured okay. to ever like pose nude um, or anything, but I was offered to shoot for Playboy Mexico. You were? Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Why did I not know this? Because I didn't tell anyone. <laughs> okay. That's right, it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but before that offer, so my manager told me, he's like, we can get you into Playboy Mexico. And it's more like something you do to get that clout. clout and then it builds from there. But I was always worried about that. So I also was teaching dance and I teach kids. So I was worried about that affecting my dance career. Sure, of course. There being photos like that of me. So I was very skeptical. But when that offer was like, look, I can get you my manager had like connections with them he's like I can get you in but we need like submission photos like right. nude photos so I was never comfortable like so I I did a submission was, I think I was 19 so 19 was when I first did a nude okay. shoot and it was like a trade shoot so in modeling we call it a TFP trade for okay. print I, okay cool All right. and okay. that's um when we don't pay the photographer and the photographer doesn't pay you like they're building up their shit and, you're and building I'm building up, up mine yeah you're each 
get, you're each benefiting out of it. And I was kind of skeptical. I didn't know how I felt. Also at the time I had a boyfriend. So I was like, "Mm, he ain't gonna like this. (laughs) So I was like, how? And I didn't, (laughs) I didn't say anything. Oh, and that's why I fucking love you. Yeah. I didn't say anything at all. And I went about my business and it's your job. Like, let's just put it. I felt like it was my job, but still, I was like still young enough. Like, even though, yes, I'm an adult. I was like 19. I was still a little bit young enough, just just a little still young that I didn't feel totally, even though I was very comfortable with my body, like, and especially being in a serious relationship, having another male, like, to them, they're looking at it as, like, the shot, the art of it, it's work. And that's what I've realized the more, because I had a few more times, but the more I've had my experiences with it, I'm like, this is what it is. I feel like it's the same in the acting world if you do a scene where you're you don't have to take your shirt oh, off or you're like in a in a sex scene or like you're making out or something and you're surrounded by at least like like 10 people from production and they're all standing there watching you they're not looking at you like you no, know like, they're like <laughs> also like I think especially in the acting world I mean I have yet to do this but it's kind of coming for me and but like they know how awkward it is too on some level so they're mm-hmm. trying even less to like not engage in I'm not saying that complete especially in acting there's a lot of problems and in, in the recent years SAGs have said like we need to have a sex coordinator like it's required so like there's there's issues. a sex coordinator yeah it's a new thing basically like they check in with like each people to make sure it's like good yeah but like there's everyone knows on some level it's weird but like you just have to own it you know I mean I've had to take all right well I'd be curious about like I mean like because I like totally kept it a secret and like my ex ended up finding out like I have to say though the first nude shoot I ever did those are the most bomb news I've ever taken in my life and I fucking love those photos do have I seen them I don't know if you've ever seen them I'll tell you right now though which ones are my fucking favorite of yours it's the ones with the corona bottles in the RV love those photos damn good but those are not necessarily nude there's also they're not nude yeah there's also a subcategory called implied okay implied (laughs) but those photos i I love those photos and i always try to use them in my portfolio and like no one ever says anything about them and i'm like those are some of my favorite that's so great i'm glad (laughs) that you think that because i always feel like they were looked past by people so fucking good but yeah i have never posted any of my nudes any of the nudes they've never been posted okay so you don't post the nudes. I, yeah, I don't post them because... Do you know people who do? Oh, yeah. A ton of people on Instagram do post they just, nudes. like, scribble out the... Yeah, they just, like, scribble out the nip. Anyway, Proceed. that was the first time. But I didn't do... Like, I kept the bottom half covered. Okay, so, so you're like, topless. I, just topless, technically. Like, I was full nude, but I just, like, you know, crossed my legs the okay, right yeah, way. Okay, yeah, you kept the puss out of it. Exactly. But my ass was in it. I love my boobs, so I was like, whatever. <laughs> that it. part. So, but then my manager was like, uh, I sent him the photo. I was like, aren't these great? And he's like, um, these are, he's like, I thought you were doing full nude. I was oh. like, what do you mean? I am fully nude. Like, <laughs> I have a piece of, I don't even have like a sliver of clothing on me. But I guess they're not considered full nude unless the pussy's showing. Ew. I hate he's that. like, well, these are implied. I'm like, no, they're not implied. I'm like, I'm, I'm completely naked and my tits and my ass are out. So but what? there's no pussy. I don't get that. To me, that's full nude. Yeah, I know. Implied nude is like, 
when your hands are covering the right. nipples that's and then like yeah TV. that's what it is but that's apparently yeah he was like ah uh, so this isn't really full noon I'm pissed so the second time we ever did real full nude was for this magazine. It's like a, it's the magazine's called Another Love Magazine, but it's not like a big okay. magazine. They have like a book. It's like more like an online magazine. Mm-hmm. It's like not a big deal at all. But it, I did the same thing. Like, was it weird? At that point, I was starting to feel a little bit more comfortable, but I always felt weird. And they're like, oh, okay, can you like, can we do like full nude? And yeah. I'm like, not really. <laughs> Yeah, so you held your ground like a strong ass woman that you are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then about a few months after that, I was offered to shoot in Playboy Mexico. Oh. But <laughs> it was Did my- you turn it down? It was my 22nd birthday, and I, I had plans to go to Vegas, so <laughs> I was like... Enough said for me. We got a party. I'm busy. I get it. I was like, look, this is no time in advance, and honestly, like, I still just wasn't 100% in. Like, I didn't yeah. want to have that doubt in my mind. Mm-hmm. But yeah, my girl was from Santa Barbara. My other girl flew up from Manhattan. Well, I had, busy. like, booked a hotel. Yeah, I was like, dude, seriously? I'm busy. I was like, I don't need to be in Playboy Mexico, honestly. So I kind of like decided like so that was like this is going from the time like where the store this story started when I was 19. This was when I was turning 22. Now at this point in my life, my dance career is a little bit more. I'm not as strict on myself with it. I'm mm-hmm. kind of leaning weaning away from teaching children because I just need a break from right. teaching children. Um, and I would totally do Playboy USA. All right, let's go. Because also I think like Playboy Mexico is like, okay, like it's kind of cool, but like Playboy USA and like what I would love to do with Playboy USA is even though it's Playboy, I would love to do an article like on like body image and like mental health for Playboy, Mm -hmm. still do the shoot, but then do a meaningful article that could speak to other people. Right, about, I mean, because also like Sydney's been through the ballet world, the modeling world, like, this is some real shit about people being really hard on themselves for body image. Oh, yeah. Like, I've and recently I've been going through that a lot. Like, and I think, honestly, there's a thing, like, with women, like, we, our weight does fluctuate a lot. Oh, my God. Like, I, I mean, I remember at my skinniest, like, so this is when I was, like, borderline, like, break. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to say, like, eating disorder because, like, honestly, on some level, like, eating disorder is just, like, built into our culture. Like, have you looked at intermittent fasting? Like, let's be honest about it. And stuff but like when it's so I, true it's so true but like i've always i've been always a little bit scared just because of the well, ballet world lanky too. yeah i'm a little I'm bit more lanky. lanky guys if you don't know but i always like and that's the thing like i gain weight and i'm like i love my tits and my ass but the rest of it and honestly like and i've talked to my friends recently and they're like dude like you look fine but i think you being, do. being surrounded in the ballet world on top and then on top of that in the modeling world it's, it's a lot, a lot. yeah it is. it's a lot and like i don't think people i mean i i think people do actually recognize the amount of pressure it is but like you haven't lived through it until you've been in dance modeling acting world or whatever or just like honestly if you've decided to brave it and live in la like we'll fucking see it and it's just way more intense than you thought see i don't know i don't know as much about the acting but i feel like there's like a little bit more leniency not as bad with because they need different types of looking people right thing like let's be clear there that's a new thing like it used to be like basically like if you 
weren't beautiful and skinny enough to be in the soap opera, oh, well, we're, we're going to keep drinking. You can hear it. Who cares? <laughs> okay. Like, if you were not beautiful and gorgeous enough to be in the soap opera, like, probably, like, your acting career isn't going to pop off. Oh, now, I see what you're saying. Because that was, like, a big, like, that's that how they start. Shift. Right, right. But now we've had a good shift. Like, I'm not saying we're there. I don't think acting Hollywood is there. As somebody who's trying to come up in the acting world. But, like, we're, we're getting more inclusive of body types. See, my thing like, with the modeling is I feel like it's still, it's very, like, it is very thin. But they've also gotten very open with a lot, like, like just, like, like bigger girls. But okay. there's no in-between. There's no in-between. Like, yeah. Okay, so you can either be stick skinny or what we call plus size. Sized, yeah. But, but there's like, no the in-between. woman is just like, oh, fuck it. I'm just average and I'm out. Just, I'm like, okay, what the fuck? Like, I can't be yeah. this or I can't be I'm like, that's how I feel. Yeah, and that's how I feel right now. I'm like, I'm just like, like, it's I look weird. healthy and you normal, do. but I still, it's like, it's not skinny enough. Yes. Like, guys are so lucky. Oh my God, I know. Like, a guy wants to lose weight. I'm like, you walk 30 minutes a day, it's done. It's gone. <laughs> done. Also, guys, literally, I saw meme and it was like girls spend like a thousand dollars on face products and still are covered in acne yes guys, I do guys <laughs> like guys use a bar of soap that they wash their balls with and oh, their face is still 100% clear there is nothing I, <laughs> there's nothing more accurate no there's nothing more accurate <laughs> I cannot even get into this in some level because I am a Sephora addict I need help if you know anybody please send them to me <laughs> I have so much bathroom product shit and I love it. And my boyfriend literally uses two in one shampoo conditioner. I'm like, that's it. And, and so does he use like so, one face wash? Do you, you mean the face wash I bought him and I'm like, do you want to <laughs> yeah. keep seeing me? You'll use this. Yeah. I'm like, and then like a bar of soap for his body. Yeah. Right. I'm literally like, all right, great. I'm really glad we're on that same page. But I have to ask this because I want to know because I'm not somebody who's done a lot of this. Maybe a little, you know, we all live in LA. But like, <laughs> tell me about being a model and just reaping the bucking benefits of being a hot model. What okay, is the craziest honestly, shit you've gotten into? I have to say to this point, I mean, you know, you always get the fun, like free dinners at Tao and like never wait in the line. Yeah, but that's like fun. basic. Right, I think the best thing, I think the best the, from this point on, like it would be like one, a ton of free, like free clothes that you get sent by people it's more the instagram side but like that is nice like i haven't paid for a bikini well i just bought a bikini but it was like two dollars um but i think the best thing was like getting asked to i you know i just got a phone call from my manager and he's like so do you want to go to hawaii for a week and i'm like yeah i think i'll go to hawaii for a week right and what did you do in hawaii? and basically i was modeling but you know i got to live in some like multi-million dollar mansion with some other models and photographers and we got a bunch of content and i was working but i got to go to hawaii for completely free and you know we had a great time we partied i lived in an amazing house and i met amazing people and it's stuff like that and like the connections that you're able to make because that led into me going to Jamaica for free what, that and doing the same, the same thing. thing. Yeah, it's the same program, but it's like the people that you meet and because I think they liked her enough to bring her. They liked back. me enough to bring me back. Exactly. 
because I'm you can hang. I'm a, I can hang. I have three speeds in my 24 year old. <laughs> I'm staying home. I'm going. I'm having one drink because I have something important. See, to when do I home. if I can't do the one drink thing though, I can't. It will I either out. need to stay home or go out. Yeah. I can't do that. So. I got stay home, uh, one drink and going out or fuck it. Oh, and I go full send like blackout full send. mode. No idea. Lights off. Let's go. No, I have to say, I feel like I'm pretty much like, I'm a pretty good, like all or nothing person too. I'm an all or nothing. You know, I, I, I like to call myself a high committal. Okay. So back to the modeling industry. What are the things you love about it? But also tell me the things you fucking hate about it. Okay. So I love that when you do see like something that you're proud of right. like I've had a few shoots that I've saw seen and it just it makes me feel I'm like that's me like all those hours that I put into trying to get the right shot and like people are like oh you're just standing there and smiling or like making right. your face what the fuck is that you're it's really so not hard. because you're like you guys, you guys can't see me right now but I'm in a really weird position <laughs> so you're like like I've done shoots and the next day I'm sore because you're wow. like in like crazy like weird positions you're like on rocks or like some <laughs> and then you see the photos and like I've, I've felt like very proud of myself before and like really like self-confident and like I have a friend and I was telling her how I wasn't really like feeling that great about myself and I was like I haven't really been wanting to shoot and she was like girl she's like if you have a good photographer they'll make sure you look good and it is does come down to you and the work you put into as well but even if you don't feel that great like a good photographer will know what he's doing and oh and also everyone every single photo you have ever seen in the media has been edited thank you hardcore thank you like don't pretend (laughs) yeah exactly so that is what I love about it and I have made some I have made some cool connections there is a very there is a shallow crowd that you find especially in LA of course Um, but there are people that I have met in the industry that I definitely really appreciate and for me it's seeing like when that you know for that when that company uses your photo then I'm like like you know like this is what you know I did what I fucking hate about it yes proceed <laughs> what I fucking hate about it is the amount of thought that it makes you put into your own image and no matter how beautiful your photo may look how good you may feel when you see the last photo that was taken of you you will always sit there and Instagram has not been very helpful you always sit there and compare yourself to other people and what am I doing wrong why am I not getting these jobs and I've learned quite a bit from quite a few people that I've talked to that a lot with modeling is it is obviously how you look but you have to realize one, some people are just born this way and just look this way. Two, um, a lot of it is chance and luck. Like people that they meet and the connections that they make, like it just so happens they meet the right person that puts them on the cover of Vogue. Like no, like someone could be so beautiful and be in these magazines and be the face of Sports Illustrated, but they just haven't met the right, the people. right people, you know? Everything happens at the right time. Exactly. Yeah. So it has a lot to do with timing. How do you state Sydney to me is like the most confident sure of herself like I've also seen this girl get in people's face if they're <laughs> bugging her at the club like so to me you seem so confident and like I would never think any of this would ever get to you but like yeah and that's a that's another thing like people will look at me they, they think that and I think that's a big thing that like we have to put ourselves in the entertainment industry like a facade on and we have to put a fake
face on and we learn how to be good actors about Mm -hmm. how we feel. And yeah, I mean, and that's something that's actually helped me get through it is knowing like when you're scrolling through Instagram and seeing these like Instagram models and fashion models and like they look so perfect with their smile on their face. Just take another note in your head that this is just an image and they're probably feeling just as shitty as you are. Right. We're all human. We're all human. And like, even if they're not feeling shitty in that moment, that photo, it doesn't mean that they don't have the same days as you do. And I think what keeps me going is, I mean, it's definitely having a support group, but sometimes it's always not enough. You know, no matter how much your friends say to you or your parents support you, if you're lucky enough to have that type of family support, it really does come from within. And that's something that I've definitely been struggling with lately. Um, But it's just about, you know, you just got to push through and grind. And if you can be happy with, you just use every little thing you do along the way, like for yourself, even if you don't feel good for a while. I don't know. This is, yeah, this is just something I really, but like, I just have not felt confident lately. And I've never really had this. Like I've always pretty much felt secure and like confident, but for some reason lately I haven't been. And I think it's just something we need to push through. And you know, how many of us remember, like you don't remember like what exactly how you felt six months ago. There's so many times where like the term fake it till you make it is like low key the mantra. It's just like, you're going to show up. You're going to do the thing. You're going to walk out. You're going to be professional. Like, like you believe you're the most confident right. that you've ever been in your life. Because Even that's what other people see, no matter how much you don't feel that way. There are issues. There are things, but like, that's what you've chosen to put forward. And it's not easy. And it's not easy the other way around either. If like, you're having a hard time and you don't feel confident and like weirdly people seem to separate those to be two totally different things. I don't know. For me also, it's weird. Like during this time, like I've, you know, my friends have been like, what are you talking about? But for some reason, when I look at myself in the mirror or whatever, I'm like, I feel like I'm not seeing what they're seeing. Oh my God. Yeah, well, I'm like, there must be, like, I don't know what's going on right now mentally, but, like, I don't know. Like, they're saying, like, what the hell? Like, I would also like to point out that Sydney is, I'm 24, about 25. What the fuck is it about 23? 23. There's something about 23. To all my 23-year-olds out there. (laughs) There's something about 23. You just, like, absolutely, it's like, one day you wake up and you're like, oh, my God, that left eyelash on the corner end of my face (laughs) doesn't work with my outfit. Like, nothing works. It's like, what is the Blink-182 lyric? Like, nobody likes you when you're 23. There is some truth That was Blink-182? If that's wrong, I'm so embarrassed. (laughs) No, I don't know. I think I saw them in concert, though, once when I I was, like, 14. I came to my hometown. Yeah, they did a tour. Was it with Fall Out Boy? I think it was with Fall Out Boy. I think they did a tour. That's great. But, yeah, I don't know. We all feel this way. We all feel it. And... I don't know. I have reconsidered totally being in the modeling. Like, honestly, I have reconsidered it. Because I'm like, do I really want to do this to myself mentally? Or like, can I just do something that I'm just like, I don't have to worry about how I look every day or worry about how, you know, what my weight is, but still do something, make a difference in the world. So that's kind of where I am at right now. I had my time, like my fat, like I did some fun stuff. I mean, I still am going to do fun stuff, but like, I don't need to focus so much 
much on like, I was talking to one of my best girlfriends. I was talking about this and she's like, maybe you just need to take this time in your life to just be comfortable with who you are and just don't stress so much about what you're eating. Like you don't need to be counting your calories. Just like relax. Just take this moment, relax, enjoy yourself, eat what you want to eat. Also it's COVID. So you want you time to eat whatever. Yeah. My life took a whole flip flop during COVID, but I think a lot of people are feeling I think this a lot way. Of people. And we're going to all remember this, but I don't know. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I should just like enjoy myself. Sometimes I'm just like, you know, maybe I should just like move to like Montana and like work at a barn and just no. live my life. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, you could do that. I, I know. Visit you, but like, you would like it for like a month. Yeah, true. I have one more fucking question okay. for you. So you all better check out Sydney on her Instagram, which she's going to plug right now. At, this is how I tell people my name, at Sydney Like Australia and Rose Like the Flower underscore VV. Okay, so you're going to check out our Instagram. It's right? just Sydney Rose underscore okay. VV, but That's you it. know. <laughs> but this is my, I'm going to throw it on you question. What is the motherfucking creepy? DM you've ever gotten. And she's <laughs> I have okay, the creepiest. I don't know if this is necessarily so creepy anymore, but I remember like one of the first when I started getting weird DMs. Like I've gotten quite a few mm-hmm. of the feet ones. What the asking fuck is that for the feet? I don't know, man. It's some dude fetish. It's some weird shit. Oh, one time they did get asked if I could just be on the FaceTime mm-hmm. while they like jacked off. Oh, how much did they offer? I think it was like fifty bucks or something That's for nothing. like three minutes. I was like, no. I was like, like absolutely. In my I think mind. I tried to negotiate something more because I was like, fuck it, I'll just like look the other way, like do like an eye. Um. 50 bucks is shit. But yeah, it was like, I don't know. I've just gotten, like, they're just weird like that. They're just weird horny ones. Like feet or like send me your underwear or like, I've gotten like asked to send a picture of like my asshole. My friend was like, dude, why don't you just look up pictures that like go on Google images and then just charge. They'll never know. That's always an option, ladies. Yeah, you know, don't cut yourself short. (laughs) Love you. I love you. I love you, bitch. (laughs) Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this interview. I hope you really enjoyed it. And if you're any interested in modeling, I say absolutely go for it, regardless of any doubts you may be having. Shape, size, doubts, fears, fucking go for it. Who cares? Um, In regards to something we talked about in the episode, we talked about how much you make if you are on a magazine or on the cover of Vogue. So this is just a quick Google search I did. Bristow Merchant studied at the College of Charleston. This was in 2014. This was posted. He wrote, in my experience working in media, people who appear in the cover of a publication are featured in the story inside, have their photo taken, ETC, and are often never offered money for endorsement. He goes on to talk about how they don't need celebrity, the celebrity be on the cover. So basically, yes, it's all PR. Like you being on the cover of something would be PR. So I have mixed feelings about that. But regardless, there's many avenues to modeling. And make sure to follow this podcast on Instagram as well. And we'll see you next Tuesday.